And welcome to Five Steps to Become a Witch. I'm Isla, college student and host. My aim for this podcast series is to explore the commercial side of witchcraft. This isn't a debunking or deep dive or disagreement with the spiritual side of witchcraft. I support all witches who want to do rituals and live in the mountains. So if magic is real or not is not the question. Or actually, we may find that out later on. I'll tell you a bit more about that. But the question is, is if the booming industry making products for witches, handing out empty promises, and taking advantage of these people's spiritualities. So in this episode, I'm giving an overview on modern witchcraft and what the products for it look like today. I see the rise in witchy products and the attitudes around me. I've been asked to have my palm or cards read if I use crystals. And before I entered my late teens, early 20s, I thought witchery was just in the movies, like in the Disney Channel original movie, Twitches. In every culture since time, there's been some concept of magical beings, especially witches. Britannica research on contemporary witchcraft explains these forms of witchery as we probably see them today. Wiccans are part of a largely Western movement called Wicca. They worship the goddess, praise nature, and celebrate events like the summer solstice. There's also neo-pagans and just self-identifying witches, which is hopefully me by the end of this podcast. Many modern neo-pagans distrust traditional religions, and they instead focus on aspects of life like emotional environmental concerns. In an Atlantic article by Bianca Bosker called Why Witchcraft is on the Rise, she points out popularity and supernatural boomed during the 2016 presidency and after the Me Too movement. So the theory is this could be a way to look into unconventional sources of power, and that's appealing for people who are overwhelmed and exhausted from trying to change systems. So being a witch is also seen as female power through historical events like the Salem Witch Trials, where women fraying outside societal expectations or gender norms were killed. So identifying as a witch is a girl boss feminist move. When you look on Earthbound's online store, you see these beautiful tarot cards. And the products use a term like modern witch. You can categorize crystals by intention. You walk into a Barnes the Noble. It smells like coffee. You find the self-transformation section. You're like, I really need this. And you see plenty of books mentioning modern witchcraft, how to use magical herbs, how to embrace your witchery aka many titles promising to teach you contemporary witchcraft, and they sit on the shelves of a very normal bookstore that you just came in to see Reese Witherspoon's newest book club book. So these spell books, or at least the overwhelming amount of them, are new, and they're beckoning the curious with lush covers promising your deepest desires. And this is shocking, but I can't help but wonder if all these corporate companies producing books telling me I can find my true cyber love and inner spirit through crystals or just trying to make some cash. There's only one way to investigate. Try the spells, become a witch. So tune into the next episode where I'll be continuing my dive into witchcraft commercialism with my own experiments with my friend M. We're going to try out starting beginners witch spells from the most popular Barnes & Noble spell books. I'll be interviewing her afterwards and we'll see if you yield any results. See you next time when I'm hopefully rich. Hello and welcome to my podcast, Five Sets Become a Witch. I'm your host, Ajla, 
and this is my continuation into exploring the commercial aspect of modern witchcraft. We aren't debunking or disagreeing with any spiritual beliefs. This is um, a look into what seems to be very inauthentic spellbooks being put out there very commonly now with probably some big corporations. So me and my friend Em went ahead and cast some spells from like the most um, inauthentic spellbooks and probably dumbest spells that do not work, but we tried them with all of our heart. And yeah, I interviewed her about her experience and her results. So enjoy. So why don't you introduce yourself for a bit? Yeah, hi, I'm Em. I'm a guest and a good friend of Allie. And um, yeah, so I was someone who helped her do some spells the other weekend. Yeah, so why don't you actually go into your witchy beliefs if you have any? Yeah, so I appreciate this stuff for what it is. I think it can be fun. So like zodiac signs and stuff. Like, what's what's your sign, girl? I'm a Leo. Okay, so. that's like so cool. I know. I'm really awesome. I uh, think I'm a Pixies. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. They're my favorite. They're like really emotional. I think. I cry all the time. I bet you do. Thank you. Um, okay, yeah, so I'm a Leo, and they, like, tell me that I should have, like, love being the center of attention and have really high confidence, and that's, like, the exact opposite of who I am, so I really believe in this stuff, actually. So, you already gave a bit of an overview of what we did the other day, but do you want to go into more specifics and how you felt, and where did we go, everything we did? Yeah, so we went to Barnes & Noble and hijacked some spells from some (laughs) books, um, weren't about to buy these things for like $24.99 for some of the most useless spells you've ever seen. Um, and we did a couple a couple love spells. Um, yeah. I did an internet love spell uh, where I was trying to find my lover through cyberspace and time. Yes. Yeah. That really, that made me feel really empowered because I was getting to do some chanting in the middle of a public cafe. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> And then I got nervous and instead we went to a park to complete our um, manifestations. Yes, and we'll actually get to the park later on. So yeah, I was conducting this experiment and this topic for this podcast because of my interest in modern witchcraft, but the commercial aspect of it. Because you walk into Barnes & Noble and it's like a book telling you, written by a Patricia something, saying you can find your true love through the cyberspace mm-hmm. if you just say these three words with nothing yeah. and it just sounds it doesn't sound genuine you know so how did you feel reading those spells yeah they definitely came across as not super genuine yeah felt a little ridiculous um such as i mean you did a spell uh and there were certain items of certain intent like quartz crystals and yep um then they had weird replacement options in the book uh, like I remember looking at a spell and they're like, you need like a chalice or a special cup. Yeah. And so we replaced the quartz with a fork. I mean, you, you know, we figured it had the same intent. Yeah. I mean, that's something new that we learned was the type of magic these books are talking about can be done with anything as long as you use the same intent. Which again, I question the authenticity of those things then because I, I literally used a fork instead of a crystal quartz for my spell it, it's it's interesting to to definitely consider the commercial aspect because who knows if this patricia woman is in some deal with these crystal sellers and she's telling you that you need to go buy 12 quartz crystals who just has 12 quartz crystals 
That's true. If they're going and buying, you know, a spell book at Barnes and Noble, or do they already have 12 quartz crystals, or are they going to have to go buy 12 crystals? And that's expensive. I specifically wanted to test the limits of the spell um, with my cyberspace and time one um, and see if I could manifest a celebrity because if these are going to work, like I'm probably going to be able to, if I put all my intent and power in it, manifest yeah. outside of the range that I typically, you know, would expect to be able to get, you know, if I'm yeah. following these spells. Yeah. If they work, I'm going to be able to get Adam Driver, yeah. my king. We actually flipped through a spell book, and you're the one who found it. We said, let's try to find a celebrity love spell, and we flipped yeah. open a book, and it landed on a celebrity love spell. I mean, that's we did it. the power of yeah. manifestation coming yeah. to fruition, you know? Like, yeah. We really saw manifestation in its most raw form when I flipped we to that did. page. We walked into that Barnes & Noble pure, raw virgin energy. Being like a, a baby witch virgin... Um, I wasn't expecting anything that powerful to happen. And, you know, something else powerful happened when we were at the park. Did you think anything would happen once we did these spells? I, you know, I wasn't expecting much of anything, especially not through cyberspace and time. I didn't think someone was going to, like, randomly find my extremely closed off social media and be like, wow, I just want to marry her. I just feel really yeah. drawn. So on to results. What results did you see? So as for my cyberspace and time spell, I really didn't see any results. I did a spell that was just for attracting love and I had to like spin around with the scarf at the park where we actually saw something happen. Oh yeah, Aria, I meant to ask you that question. Did you like, did you like hang that scarf in front of your window and everything? Did you complete the spell when you got home? I fucking forgot I had to do that to complete it. Hey guys, I apologize, but I actually <laughs> wrongfully and completed the spell. I thought it was done at the park. I was supposed to hang the scarf like on my bedroom window, and I did not do that, which explains the lack of love results I got. I did not attract love. Um, I only saw a creepy janitor staring at me swaying in the hallway. So maybe like that was it, but I, I, it just wasn't completed. So yeah, Alex, no results. That's, that's really concerning. Yeah. But yeah, we did do, I think, three out of the four spells as best as we could and still no results. So yeah. I'm going to brand modern witchcraft commercialism a fluke because they were promising these were beginner spells for the modern witch and nothing happened. And I'm not rich and I do not have a celebrity husband. Do, do you? Um, not yet, no. Okay. I'm still holding on, like, a little hope because, like, I am a modern witch and I am a beginner. So, like, I'm still waiting for yeah. um, Daddy Driver to slide into my DMs, actually. Yeah, does he have an Instagram account and a wife? He has one of those and not the other. Um, okay. And unfortunately, he... It's the wife that he has <laughs> on the Instagram, but he doesn't. Okay. But you see, I think if magic was real, with what they're promising us, yeah. these specific books, it would have happened. He would have left his wife for you. All right, thank you, M, for being here today. Oh, wait, the park! Oh my gosh, the park! <laughs> I can't believe we almost forgot about the park. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so we were yeah. at that park. Yeah, we were going to go record in, in my car. It's a 2012 Ford Fusion, in case you're wondering... I'm trying to set the stage. Oh, um, yeah. Fake black leather interior. 
I was music. sobbing ah. uncontrollably in the passenger seat. Oh, right. Yeah, you were crying yeah. and I was like checking my hair in the mirror and like we yeah. stopped and had a moment and right outside my car in front of us was um, Garfield. Was a cat. Maybe we did manifest a celebrity. The Bill Murray. It was just so you <laughs> just just so you guys at home listening know, Bill Murray did voice Garfield against his will in the animated live action movies. I hate Mondays. <laughs> but I think it was a spiritual experience. It was. There was I never come across cats. And it was actually a kitten. It was a really fluffy ass orange kitten. I honestly do think it was a sign of something. Um, the cat did try to scratch you. He did. Yeah. He really got his claws into me. Um, yeah. It's okay. I don't have rabies. Bill Murray does, though, so you may have to That's check nice. that out. Should we check on him? Yeah, he's in my DMs right now, actually. The spell is- did work. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bill Murray. We yeah. We can the show after this and... Yeah, um, I really appreciate you doing this experiment with me. And um, sadly, I don't think we're witches, just not yet. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's really sad, but maybe next time, Hannah. Thank you, Jafari. of five steps to become a witch i'm still your host isla and i'm still not a witch so update on the last podcast episode it's been a few weeks since my friend em and i casted some spells at a barnes and noble then a park because it was sort of embarrassing to do that at barnes and noble and unfortunately a celebrity still has not reached out to her and married her yet so the spells did not work But to wrap this podcast up, I wanted to do a soundscape, which is a challenge because the most important part for me from this podcast was the takeaway that witchy commercialism does not care about spirituality or making you a witch. So I tried making a soundscape related to that. Oh, shoot. Sorry. Wrong soundscape. What you're actually going to hear for a minute is the experience of a consumer-corporation relationship. Once again, this is not harping on anyone's spirituality or genuine witchy products that are out there. This is the sound of someone walking through a store, idealistically, getting perhaps a false promise, thinking their lives can greatly change, but really, only someone else gets some more money in their pocket.
Thank you everyone for being on this journey with me of failing at magic. And thank you to a website called Zapsplat for all these sound effects. I hope you have interpreted this soundscape as creatively as you can within your soul. This is goodbye for now. But if you ever find the real way to become an actual witch, let me know.